Welcome back to the Confident in Christ podcast. This month we're talking about the topic of forgiveness and in this episode, this is the third installment dealing with the topic of forgiveness and specifically the question about whether there are boundaries or what are the boundaries to the Christian teaching and Christian practice of forgiveness. Let's continue our discussion about forgiveness and and I would like to begin at least specifically thinking about limits and boundaries around forgiveness. So I'll frame it like this, and we talked about this first last time, Matthew 18, when Peter asked Jesus, how often do I have to forgive my brother? He, I think he wants limits. Give, give me a number, Jesus, and Jesus said 70 times 7. Does that mean on the 491st time, I no longer have to forgive you. I think 70 times 7 is 490. Or another translation is 70 and 7. Some say, no, it's 77. It reminds me, have y'all seen Dumb and Dumber? Mm-hmm. It reminds me, Lloyd, you know, the woman Which that he loves. He's like, <laughs> so what What are what are my chances? One in a thousand? More like one in a million. So there's a chance, right? And, and it's almost like that's what Peter's doing with Jesus. So tell me, you know, is there a chance that I can blast somebody on the 491st time. I don't have to forgive anymore. So what are the boundaries of forgiveness? What do y'all think? What are some boundaries where we say, you know, forgiveness is is good and it's Christ-like, but it doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean I have to go here. What are some of the things we need to talk about in terms of practical boundaries to forgiveness, either personally or societally or anything like that? I would just say that there's a difference between forgiveness and acceptance, and sometimes that difference gets a little squishy when we're talking about uh, societal issues. That uh, you know, you, uh, you 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 forgive the sin, but you uh, you forgive the sinner, but you don't accept the sin. You know that we have to. Sometimes those conversations get confused. As, as Christian people, we've always. We've not always done a good job of differentiating that to the world. And so we always get plastered with a pretty unforgiving spirit. And I don't think that's true. And that's not really been true in my experience. But So forgiveness doesn't minimize sin or doesn't accept it. But it says that God has made a, a payment away for forgiveness. And it means that we can too. But no, that's a good point. What a... What are some other misconceptions about forgiveness or some boundaries? I also see it kind of like what you're saying with the sin, but if you have somebody that's constantly wronging you, you forgive them in the amount of times, but there can come a point where I don't need to be around you so you continually wrong me. So you might cut somebody out of your life, you forgive them, but I don't have to be around you, so I'm not... <laughs> always having to forgive you. So there might need to be some legitimate relational boundaries to say, I, I do forgive, but I'm not stupid. Or I do forgive, but it, this doesn't work the way we're doing it. You th- y'all think that's legitimate? So, and then it reminds me so. in Second Timothy 4.2 where it says, preach the word, be prepared in season now and season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. So I think just because we forgive doesn't mean that there's not teaching that, that we're supposed to do. Or I don't want to say calling out because you want to do it in love. And calling out doesn't sound like it's really lovely. But but that there's 
with patience to to go to that person and 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 talk to them about it. So forgiveness doesn't mean roll over and play dead. Yeah. But it means at times, in fact, it's going to take confrontation. You know, also, I think we kind of gloss through that verse. That great patience. It doesn't just say patience. Great patience. And a lot of times, uh, that previous verse that uh, we talked a little bit about, about when I was young, you know, I, I thought as a child, well, sometimes patience takes years. At you, as, and forgiveness is not always forgiving things that where we're wronged. It's within our Christian fellowship. We've got, we hopefully have new Christians, old Christians. We've got a mix of people who are all on their path and patience with each other. How we deal with each other is Jesus convicts us as we honestly pursue our Christian wall. And with that, you, you said great patience, but it also says careful instruction. Careful. And so I don't yeah. want to go over that too quickly either because right. that's not just saying, hey. Everything goes. Yeah. We're, we'll, we'll wait. I think that's always a struggle point is people have to have some time for mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit in them to come to grips with where they may be in mm -hmm. their Christian walk because they may be way away mm -hmm. from any sort of a uh, what we would generally think of as a Christian wall, but um, but God can be dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I always uh, think back to a story. You know, people feel like they have to clean up to come to church. You know, I, I, well, they, those those people couldn't accept me. Well, we're not doing it right. If, if you didn't see Jesus treat people that way, uh, he, you know, he 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 went where they were. Right, he met them where they were. He met them where they were, and then, uh, you know, uh, they had life-changing experiences, but they didn't have life-changing experiences before they came to Christ. Right. And sometimes we get, I always worry, as, particularly as Baptists, that we, uh, we're, we're the new Pharisees. You know, we, we, got the, we got the list, we got the not list pretty well cleaned up, but... Uh, the do list sometimes we're pretty short on, but we don't want to talk too much about the do list. But we're pretty short on that not list, not this, not that, not that. We feel like we're pretty good. And uh, I feel I always worry as a church that particularly the old Southern Baptists, we tended to be pretty pharisaical in how we approached people. And uh, you 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 had to you had to do a lot of things just right, or or you were ostracized in negative ways. And on the flip side of that, there's a book that I read uh, several years ago. It was nice, why we love to be liked and how God calls us to more. And it talked about how Jesus was kind, not always necessarily nice. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what people think about that. I don't know what their opinions are. But it talked about how when there was truth that needed to be told, he said it in kindness and love. But he also said the hard stuff. So it wasn't that I'm trying to get everybody to like me and I'm going to float under the radar and just okay with everything. I'm going to be kind. But I'm not going to be a mat, and I'm not going to I'm not going to let things go without being called out. I think sometimes it was though, like the woman at the well, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? When yeah. he was like, your husband, and she's like, oh, I'm not married, and he's like, you're not married, yeah. <laughs> you know. And it, it was it was it was kind. It wasn't it wasn't nice, I guess. I, I guess if you could look at it like that. But what did he say? Get away from me, Satan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or that. Yeah. Grace and truth that balance that Jesus had perfectly that we should strive to have. He had them both. So let's talk about justice for a minute. It's been brought up an example 
about if, if someone broke the law and and harmed or killed one of your family members. Does forgiveness in the biblical sense, let's try to think really as Christians, does that dictate then that we say, well, you know, I'm, we're not going to press charges or anything like that. What's the what's the correlation between forgiveness from a, in a biblical sense and then the expectation of justice? How do you grapple with that? Are they do they exclude one another? So like you can have forgiveness, but still justice is served. Yeah, is perhaps. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's consequences to our bad, our bad decisions, our bad choices. I mean, that's inevitable. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't tell the thief on the cross, "You don't belong here anymore. I forgive you. You, <clears throat> you know, you don't have to pay the pay the price uh, here in your in the real world." I don't know that he ever talked about Roman law uh, being unjust, or you know that that. Uh, uh, he, he was there to save the world and I guess his mission statement is so much bigger than you know did, uh, than what we typically think of as a civil law within our society he's having a different discussion well in Romans 13 1 through 2 it says obey the government for God is the one who has put it there there is no government anywhere that God is not placed in power so is forgiveness a command if you are the governor of the state is forgiveness in a Christian sense, that, that command of Jesus, does that dictate you pardon every criminal? If you're a, a lawyer, then no, 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 we're going to forgive that guy. We're, you know, so he can't be prosecuted. I, I mean, I don't think so. I think that forgiveness, what you see, is primarily dealing with personal wrong. And so this is my way of thinking about it. And again, y'all can shoot holes in it, see if it, see, or see if you agree. I would say he's talking about the way that we deal with wrongs done to us. But in no way does that mean that we shouldn't think that justice from a societal standpoint and governance standpoint is we shouldn't try to usurp that. So we go back to that example of the person who the drunk driver kills my spouse. Can I forgive him and still press charges or and and, and hope that he will pay the consequences in jail? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think we could forgive them at some point, but, you know, pray for God's will that it's in his hands after that. Yes, you've forgiven him for what he's done, but it's in God's hands now. I mean, not pressing charges or whatever. It's, I mean, I don't even know how it works, but if you could not press charges in that situation, you know what I mean? I keep thinking about an Amish community. This guy walked in to the school and killed mm -hmm. like, something like 10 or 13 mm -hmm. little girls, I think. And then he killed himself. So, I mean, so you didn't have that to deal with. But I just remember, as far as the forgiveness part, the Amish community went to this guy's parents' house and, like, did all of these things for her and continued to do it for years and years and years. I just, like, cannot wrap my mind around that. I just don't, I mean, I would like to say I could do that, you know? Mm -hmm. You just think about, you know, your, your humanness would not want to do that. That's interesting because yeah. is it, I don't know where this is in the Bible, probably is it, but I've, I've seen some things and read some things where it talks about how our feelings follow our actions. Mm -hmm. So is that part of, you know, we want to forgive and we are going to forgive. And so as we do these actions, as we do these kind of things for other people, then that forgiveness is more 
going to come? Well, and as you, you said, John, forgiveness is really, is, is this personal, just because you've forgiven somebody and uh, doesn't mean that the civil liabilities right. won't be pursued appropriately and it's and that it's inappropriate to pursue the civil consequences of a, I say by civil, I mean legal, whatever, criminal, whatever the consequences are. You know, there, but there's also the prohibition about, you know, don't take your Christian brother to court to solve your grievances, uh, you know, and that comes back to forgiveness. But I don't know that those were the kinds of situations that we're talking about. But I, yeah, I, I would separate those two things. I would mm-hmm. say that you absolutely can forgive a person, but you, you let the... Uh, let the civil process play itself out. I have a good example. We had a young fella uh, come and uh, break into our house and uh, steal a four-wheeler, and uh, and they were becoming the young hooligans of the neighborhood. Uh, police had been to their place two or three times and talked to them, sternly state police, sheriff, and uh, had not stopped that behavior. And so when it was our turn on the on the block to enjoy their visit, uh, they got caught, and uh, and so uh, we don't harbor any resentment. But they need to learn. No, they're young right. men. If, if, if they were upgrading their right. little spree, had broken into a house, and now they've got to a four wheeler. Next, it'd be a car. Then pretty soon they're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. Some somebody they're going to break into a house with somebody there and get, get shot. So they have to learn. No, we didn't harbor any ill will against them, but the the. They, system's got to teach them if they won't take yeah. the training of their parents that forgiving that is not pressing charges as a christian responsibility i would say it's the other way your christian responsibility is absolutely they have to learn no in that instance i have a friend who um she she was bad into drugs for years and years and she she said the best thing that ever happened to her was going to prison and she got saved in prison. I mean, like she has a, a ministry now that she uh, she and another friend they go to prisons and they minister to women. That's what they do. It completely turned her life around. So I mean, I think it can be a good thing. You know, I think that that can be a good thing. But do you think society sees forgiveness in general as a good thing or bad? Is this is it a virtue in our culture? I think they say it's a weakness. Yeah. I have generally thought that in the last few decades that you could tell these stories of great forgiveness like the Amish community and so on, and people would go, man, that is great. There's something different about the Christians. And in, in a good way, recently I read an article in, about uh, about uh, racial tensions, and the person was saying, the article, and I didn't bring it with me, but they said, black people need to stop forgiving white people for racial injustice because it's only perpetuating injustice and I mean it, this was carried in major it may have been the Guardian I can't remember where I read it carried in major media saying this forgiveness stuff is only perpetuating injustice and I thought man that confirmed what I thought I was seeing is a pretty massive shift and again y'all may have already seen it and, and it may have just been my naive thinking that people generally thought forgiveness is a virtue and here's a person saying, no way, no way. It only perpetuates injustice. So I think what you're, we are seeing in our culture is a shift to where forgiveness, if it wasn't already seen as a, as a bad thing, there's a lot of people going, no, that's, it's not good for society 
So it makes the Christian teaching, the teaching of Christ, for it's sure, really pretty sad. countercultural. I think it is. That's very sad to me. Yeah. Again, I, I thought most people would agree, you know, a willingness to forgive and move on. It has been a good thing, but more and more. And, and then that breeds what? Intolerance. Right. There's a, there's a great intolerance. Like We are not going to put up with anything that smacks of what we consider to be wrong. Well, and now the forgiveness is being, or lack of forgiveness is being put down to immutable characteristics. So it's not even about what you did. It's just you are. It's going to be a growing difficulty for our culture as we go. Our children, uh, one group's being raised to hate themselves and be guilty of, of the perceived things. And the next group is being trained to feel aggrieved by uh, uh, by society as a whole and that they're due. And we, are, we, are, uh, we are absolutely building in our own difficulties culturally on how we get along with each other and pretty, pretty big cultural divides uh, happening in our society. Nobody knows how those are all going to turn out, but hopefully as a Christian people, we can help be a positive anchor for uh, holding our society together in, in true forgiveness. Because how sad for those who harbor forgiveness. Because, yes, I mean, we think that we're hurting others. And one of y'all made the, the quote about forgiveness is like drinking poison, expecting, you know, the other person to die or, or just to be injured. But but to me, it's so, so sad about just what that means for that person who's not going to forgive. And back to your point, it's calling good evil and evil good. Mm-hmm. It's getting, you know, to that point. Forgiveness is good, a good thing, and there's saying it's not now. So, so it's a good thing. There are limits and boundaries. Things there are things that forgiveness does not mean. The Christian teaching doesn't equate with the eradication of justice or anything like that. Last quick question: Are there any limits to God's forgiveness? Not repenting. I mean, okay. So if you don't acknowledge your sin, don't you? You don't want forgiveness. You don't come for it. Okay. Any others? Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that the unforgivable? Right. Unpardonable. Unpardonable. Unforgivable sin. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, I can only think of a a couple in the New Testament and and others. 1 John 5.16 talks about a sin leading to death. And John says, you know, I don't expect that you should pray that that would be. doesn't say forgiven, but that God would tolerate that. So, in other words, God is not going to put up with Whatever that sin is. So even with God, I mean, it's not that forgiveness is automatic. And 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 uh, even with God, it appears that he places boundaries around how forgiveness is uh, operating in the spiritual realm. Well, thank you all for coming to the table. We have one more podcast on forgiveness. We'll look at some of the personal and practical outworkings. How do we, how do we walk in this forgiveness that's expected? The Christian teaching on forgiveness is so rich and so deep and really is central to the Christian life and to the ministry of Jesus. And while there are many topics that we could cover and there are many questions that we could probably never answer, we are certainly challenged by the Bible to continually forgive others inasmuch as we've been forgiven much by God. I want to wrap up this episode by taking the opportunity to invite you to join us as we worship together each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. here at the First Baptist Church, Valley Springs, Arkansas. This is Pastor Sean Milliken with your Confident in Christ podcast. I hope you have a great week.